What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome everyone to the Take You Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca, and on today's episode, I'm recovering Queen of the Indies that took place on May 13th in San Francisco, California. This event was a joint promotion from West Coast Pro and Pro Wrestling Revelation uh, to uh, very prominent Bay Area wrestling promotions. Um, as I mentioned on the Fight Game Podcast earlier this week with Gary Gonzalez, um, I over, overall really enjoyed this show. I thought it was a, um, a, a well-rounded tournament, I would say. Um, I liked a good portion of the matches. I enjoyed a lot of the talent in the matches. Um, it was fun. This is the first attempt at Queen, Queen of the Indies. Um, long time coming, in my opinion. Um, of course, King of the Indies is a very famous tournament in pro wrestling. Um, the probably the most famous was in 2001, which was uh, won by Brian Danielson versus Low Key, and that and uh, in the in the finals there, and that 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 tournament was a host of you know great stars: Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, um, gosh, Bice, Bison Smith. Uh, Doug Williams, um, and a host of others. Just a really well-done tournament. And it was done at a time when these tournaments on the independent wrestling scene were pretty hot. Nowadays, I mean, there's all these indie tournaments all over the place, and they, they've really lost their luster, and um, they're not as newsworthy as they once were. Uh, but I do like the idea of doing a Queen of Indies tournament. This probably probably should have happened maybe sometime in 20, uh, 2016, 20, uh, 2017, 2018, when when women's wrestling in the United States was really on a rise uh, with the uh, WWE's promotion of women's evolution, the rise of Charlotte, Bailey, uh, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, etc. Um, you, you started seeing more and more of these ladies um women's matches on indie shows featured prominently and but hey it's here now and i and i'm glad it's here i think it's uh you know i think it's cool you, you give the ladies a chance to be featured um and like i said i thought this was a, a really fun show um uh, i'm gonna go through the matches and um I'll break down a few and, and kind of quickly talk about some others. Um, it's been a, a, a busy night for me. Actually, when you hear this recording on Sunday, 
It is my son's fifth birthday, my son Hunter. Um, today, which is Saturday as I'm recording this, uh, we had his party with his friends from school, some friends from his t-ball team, and it was a blast. Um, Ninja Turtles is a theme because he's really into Ninja Turtles right now. We had a Ninja Turtle show up in full gimmick and really did a good job entertaining the kid. Um, his favorite Ninja Turtle is Donatello. My son wears glasses like myself and Donatello's, you know, the smart one of the group and he wears glasses from time to time and, and Hunter really just kind of, you know, liked him because of that. And so we requested that Donatello showed up and he, and he did and did a great job keeping the kids entertained for an hour. Um, all the parents are had a great time and very appreciative because their kids went home and and went to bed pretty early <laughs> because they're so exhausted running around having a great time so so happy birthday my son hunter i'm so proud of you man my little buddy my little mini me um he's such a sweet sweet young man and um that's what we hear all the time from his teachers he's so giving and he likes to share and you know he just has a, a great attitude and he had a a, a blast and um, on Sunday, his actual birthday, this is what we're going to do our kind of our family, our family, uh, barbecue and, and, um, with his cousins and well, pool party, etc. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, on the fight game podcast, I talked about, um, the drama with my barbecue all squared away, got the correct barbecue. So I'll, you know, I have it all cleaned and seasoned and I'm ready to start growing up, uh, for my son's, uh, birthday party on Sunday. So looking forward to that. Now, let's get into this Queen of Indies tournament. Um the first match opened up was a non-tournament match. Actually before that, let me let me kind of scale uh, go back. Um right, they did like a they showed all the entrance of the tournament. They did like this little parade out and I don't know if it was on the broadcast but they just came out, walked to the ring, no introductions or nothing, just kind of just walked out in line and waved to the crowd and got in the ring and and just kind of got together and posed and took a picture. And that was about it. It was not that exciting. I mean, uh, it would be nice if they were some kind of introduction of who these people were, but no, they just came out and so that was kind of flat to open up the show. Um, so next time I'd like to hear, you know, a ring announcer, you know, I know they're going to be introduced in their match, but just them kind of coming out and going to the ring and just posing real quick and then leaving with nothing being said. It just was pretty flat, flat way to open. The first match on the show was a five way scramble match. And that was won by Promise Braxton of Reality Wrestling. She defeated Amira out of Portland, J-Rod, Jordan Blade, and Gigi Ray, also from Reality Wrestling. Five-way match, you're, you know you, you know what you're going to get. It's going to be just everyone's going to get their moment, yada, yada. Um, the most impressive of, this, of these five was Gigi Ray, Promise Braxton. Actually, I thought Gigi Ray should have been in this tournament. Um, um, I've been following her for a little while on the indies and she's really good. I'm surprised that 
AEW did not sign her up. I know she did some dark stuff and all that. And when I what I've seen of her, like you know, she very charismatic, has this attitude. Um, her work is good. Um, and I'm like, why is she not? In, why didn't AEW just sign her? They they signed all these people up, and you have this girl right here who's appearing for you. Who, and no one can notice this person. This girl has talent. Like, why is she signed up? So. Um, they had this uh, uh, tryout with the uh, marvelous promotion at Japan, Chikusa Nagaya, who appears in a specialty match later on. Um, that's her promotion. Um, they had a tryout, and there's like four winners, I believe, two male, because the marvelous promotion has male matches um, on their shows. And Gigi Ray and Promise Braxton both earned a tour or something so marvelous promotion now i'll be the first to admit i'm not a big joshi like watcher history i know the major players and whatnot but i just don't like i don't get in the weeds of every little joshi promotion out there so i went to my my uh my good friend justin nipper who's uh works for pro wrestling noah and i asked him like you know Give me some background of uh, Marvelous. And he told me that it's a smaller promotion, Chingusa Nagao's promotion. They run about one to three shows a week, um, mostly full of Chingusa Nagao's students. And uh, and they sometimes will book some outside uh, talent to kind of fill out the card. So it's a smaller indie out there. Uh, but for all these you know individuals who are going, on this tour, you know, great experience, and it's definitely going to help them out a lot in the and you know for their career. So I think it's it's a great thing for them. Now round one kicks off with Lady Frost versus versus Dulce Tormenta. Dulce Tormenta is a Crash Women's Champion, the Crash promotion at Tijuana. Lady Frost is representing CMLL. I've totally forgot that she actually went is actually working down there. Uh, I saw her on the Indies before, and I saw her a little bit on Impact Wrestling uh, a few times. Uh, uh, Lady Frost is, is a really good look, uh, good gymnast, has that really impressive sky twisting moonsault. Um, but you know what? From what I saw of her previously, was that's all she, to me. That's all she had: look and a moonsault. Um, from what I saw in this match, she improved quite a bit. I thought she had a little more aggression, aggressiveness out there. Um, showed a little more personality out there. But her selling is very, still has not improved at all. Very, um, <laughs> how should I say? It's almost like performancey. Like, you know, like it's like, oh, I'm hurt and I'm doing, you know. Kind of, it just doesn't look natural. It looks like it looks fake. Um, Dulce Tormenta, she did some cool things, but you could tell she's very green, or at least. Or and also, you know, this is the first time these probably two ladies have worked together, so there's that going into it. Um, this match went nine minutes long with Lady Frost winning with that beautiful twisting moonsault that she does. But maybe this match would have been better if it was kept to like six minutes maybe seven minutes but i think six would have been perfect 
because as the match went on, it started kind of unraveling. Um, I like that they opened up with some chain wrestling, um, and but it kept like going, and then it, and then it became this long spot. And as the longer it went, again, it started to fall apart again. Uh, there was one point where Tormenta, I think she thought Lady Frost was going to the top row, so she kind of goes like rolls in position. It was very strange. This match was okay. Um, could have been better in my opinion. May, you know, but like I said, first time wrestling each other, so they, you know it's they got to work it all out. But I thought you know, but I still say keep this about six minutes. Bell to bell, I think it would have been a lot better. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Match number two in the first round was Masha Slamovich versus High End. And this is a really good match. Um, both are really good wrestlers. Masha Slamovich is, is great. I really enjoy her work. Um, why is she not the top lady? I think she's an impact. Why is she not, why is she not the champion? Why is she not featured more? I don't know. I don't, I don't really see her as much in results. I don't know if is she even still there. I know uh, West Coast Pro has that's, her, that's their women's champion, and you know if you're gonna have a women's division, I think she's a, the perfect woman to kind of build around. You know, she works really well. She works like a guy. And that is a compliment, people. Not, and she's aggressive, physical. Her shit looks good. Um, and High End, same thing. High End has been around for a while and 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 very good. And again, like why is how is she not an AEW. How is she not or WWE for that matter? Same with Masha. I know Masha maybe because she's with Impact, but how is how is AEW missing out on a Masha Slamovich when you know they're the startup? They're supposed to find these uh these top level uh independent talents ready for the next level. Um it's there's so like their women's division is not the strongest. There's a lot of women they have. They have a lot of women on the roster, but it's not the strongest because I think they made some big mistakes early on when they were creating this division. And I've seen you know a lot of women try out, and most of the time the trial is me being on dark on dark elevation, and I'm like, oh, they gotta scoop this person up. Nope, they don't. And high end should have been one of those ladies. Um, that they have on a roster. Same thing with Masha should have been on there. Um, this match, great pace. I thought it built well to the finish. Masha Slamovich went over 12 minutes, and I thought they filled that 12 minutes perfectly. Uh, didn't try because these 
both these girls know what to do. And this is a really strong quality match. Uh, and one of the best of the tournament. Match number uh, queen, uh, match number three of the first round in the Queen of Nice tournament. Uh, Mayo Momono defeats Maria, and this was a good match. These both women wrestle for Marvelous, um, and it's kind of funny because Maria comes out and she has this very serious face. She's a very heel presence about her when she comes out. So I'm thinking, okay, she's the heel. Mia Momono comes out. She has like a little fluffy skirt and bright colors. And you you think she's going to, you know, be the baby face. But she actually works heel in this match. A lot of good wrestling. A lot of good um, grappling, which I like. Especially for Maria. Maria really stood out to me. Um, and Mia Momono was good. But I felt, I felt that Maria just was more interesting to me. But Mia Momo is their, one of their champions, apparently. And of marvelous and you know so i kind of figured what was going to happen he was going to win this one um a lot of these matches are pretty the first round was pretty obvious um even the winner of this tournament was pretty obvious and but honestly the the winner even though being on an obvious pick to win it i mean deserved it because she's the in my opinion the best wrestler of these eight ladies in this tournament uh, but Mia Mo, she won and she moved on to the semifinal tag team match. We'll explain more about that later. Um, but yeah, really good match. So I was like, I was really digging now. Like this thing's be really cooking really well. Um, yeah, some really good wrestling from these uh, last two matches here. The final match, though, in the uh, first round, the Queen of Indies tournament. Unagi Sayaka defeated Billy Starks in 10 minutes. Um, you know, I haven't seen too much of Billy Starks. I've seen mostly, honestly, it's been a lot of clips on Twitter. Or, and and I don't know if I really watched the full match. But I understand that she, you know, big time buzz around her uh, on the indie scene. I know she's done some stuff for AEW. So I was looking forward to watching my first match with her from bell to bell. And honestly, I don't. And it's not a knock on her. I know. I you know. I, I, I. She's very, very, very green. Um. She's very young. I know. I, I believe she's just graduating high school this year. Um. But I don't see the hype other than she was still in high school. And wrestling, like I see a, a a young lady that's extremely green, um, that needs a, a, a obviously a lot more seasoning, and she'll get that. She's still very young, but I mean, I see these, I see people just praise her, like, oh, she's one of the best, and and I, I sorry, I don't see what it, I don't see, I don't see it. Uh, her work is very slow. It's very, I mean, very indie. I mean, I know this is Queen of Indies tournament, but the King of Indies tournament was independent wrestlers on the cusp of being major, um, uh, being you know to the big promotions. Like they're that next 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 step up. Billy Starks is not there. 
at all. And I know she did some stuff AW, and I'm like, wow, man. A lot of women were passed up for those spots. Um, I guess if 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 this was she'd be perfect for the queen of indie rific matches. I mean, that's a, tournaments or whatever. She it's just very great. I mean. We can see her leg slapping from a mile away, and it's so slow. Nothing behind it, no oomph. Just, just does it. And there's, and her work is just every cliche indie wrestling copy Japanese strong style stuff. I mean, the rapid fire chops and all that crap. Like, it's just this. Just wasn't a good match. Unagi, Unagi Sayaka. Um, maybe with a better opponent, I was could see something out of her, but it's just these two weren't clicking at all. It and Unagi Sayaka won, which was the right call of the two for sure. Um, but yeah, this is definitely the worst match, not only the tournament of the entire show. Um, and just, just it really took a dip big on this tournament with this match. Um, next match was a, um, six woman tag team match. This match was Chigusa Nagayo, Sandra Moon, Takumi Iroha defeated Charisma, Lady Apache, Nicole, and Nicole Savoy. And Nicole Savoy I know really well from booking her for Premier Wrestling, uh, my promotion out of Gilroy, California. Um... Chigusa Nagawa and Lady Apache, both legendary women wrestlers. Uh, um, and this match went as I expected. You know, the legends get a moment together in there, do a couple things. Um, but it kind of got sloppy. This match got like a mess. It was kind of disjointed. And no, there's just no real story there. Takumi Takumi Hurai looked looked really good. I mean, from the little glimpse that we saw of her i kind of wish we saw more of her i kind of wish she was in this tournament but i think she is the very top champion of marvelous and since she wasn't since marvelous wrestler wasn't winning this tournament they didn't want probably want her to do a job um my guess is she'll probably win a future event of these but um and what i understand from what i heard that she is one of the best uh takumi or one of the best women out there in Japan. It's just she's, you know, very loyal to Chigusa Nagai, her trainer. So she doesn't really branch out as much and not as so she's kind of stuck on this small indie where, you know, she probably should get more press, but, you know, being that it's just a small indie, it is, you know, does she does she doesn't get the press of, you know, wrestlers out of stardom or or a ceiling or even Tokyo Joshi Pro from this is where I got from my friends who are experts in the uh, Josie wrestling uh, uh, genre. Uh, this match went ten, like a little less than ten minutes. Um, like I said, it was kind of a mess, and uh, but over quickly. The next match was a semifinal tag team match in the Queen Indies tournament. Now. The gimmick of this tournament was there's four first-round matches. The winners of those matches go into a tag team match semifinal. And the winners of that tag team match will then face each other in the finals. Um, the first time I've ever seen this gimmick for a tournament done it was actually right here 
in the Bay Area for a uh, a short run promotion called uh, 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 well, it was this Bay Area Wrestling it was was is almost mostly a promotion. It was a um, a tournament, Bay Area Wrestling tournament, I believe it's called. Uh, two thousand three, two thousand four, I want to say it was. Uh, my buddy Jeremy Baderis, uh who a lot of Northern California wrestling fans or older wrestling fans would know as Germs. Uh, I did play by play with him on all pro wrestling dvds in the past a uh, good friend of mine a great guy uh, he was in my wedding as one of my groomsmen um uh and he you know put together this, this tournament and he had this idea that it'd be four first round matches and a tag team semifinal and the winner of that match would go on to the finals and face each other and I kind of, I dug it honestly. It it was a way to kind of expedite the tournament, cut a cut a match out, you know, shorten up the show. It's not going to be too long. But I like the idea that you know these two, you have to work with your partner, common goal to win the match to go on to the finals because that's where you want to be. Um, I always liked that. I incorporated that into the Young Lions tournament in, in 2012. Because um, I wanted to expand the tournament. The tournament I was doing was an eight-man tournament. But I, uh, 2012, I really wanted to open things up and book a lot of the younger wrestlers from as I could from Northern California. And so I expanded the Young Lions Cup to a 16-man tournament. And instead of, you know, it's a one-night tournament. So instead of doing like a, you know, a long, long night of matches, no one wants to be there for that. I kind of shortened up the the tournament by making the first round matches uh, tag team matches, and the winners of those tag team matches face each other in the next round. So um, it was kind of my little tip of the hat to my good friend Jeremy because I really like this idea, and I like it here. You know, um, it I think it works and it's fine. And again, again, it 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 kind of cuts the tournament down. Um, I think a lot of people might think it's a little funky, but I like it. You know, I, I like a little twist on our tournament and, and, and anything to kind of shorten the show. I, I mean, me, big fan of keeping shows two hours, two and a half hours. Um, this show went nearly three hours, but uh, overall, I thought it was a, a pretty good pace. So um, the winners of that match was Masha Slamovich and Mia Momono defeating Lady Frost and Unagi Sayaka. And this match, honestly, I was kind of having high hopes for it because um, I did see some improvements from Lady Frost. I was hoping to really see something out of Unagi Sayaka because, you know, I, with with an opponent like Mio Momono and, and Slamovich to work with, uh, I did see better improvement out of her. But I thought Lady Frost took a big dip from the first round of this match, almost like she had, like she was really um, just looked gassed out there, in my opinion. Um, almost like it's like, the uh, adrenaline dump from earlier, she couldn't recover back from that, it seemed like. So it wasn't the crispest match. It only went a little less than 10 minutes. Uh, but the right people won. Masha Stanovich and, and Mio Momono. And so that was a positive. So we knew we were going to get a pretty good finals uh, coming up. And I was uh, pretty excited about that. Uh, the next match was a... Uh, a tag team match 
no stakes, just a random tag team match uh, between Brooke Havoc and Johnny Robbie versus uh, Mac Daddy Milo and Ra- Rochelle R- Riveter. <laughs> wow, what a name. Um, this was just there. Honestly, I felt like this probably maybe could have been the, the, the dark match that wasn't on the broadcast. That could have been for the, the audience, you know, live audience. Um, it just, uh, you could tell the crowd was kind of like feeling it a bit and just knew what this was. It was just a, uh, a buffer match between the semifinals and the finals. But I probably would have kind of switched things up and maybe opened with this. Again, I would open it for the live audience, but um but keep it dark for the uh for the television audience. And this is a match that you can kind of throw on YouTube later on or IWTV, which hosts this event, could throw it on as a free match um in the future. But uh this like I said, this match it, it was just kind of there. Um I like Johnny Robbie. I thought she stood out. You know, she had energy and fire and and some aggressiveness and some oomph to her stuff. Uh, I liked her personality out there. Uh, Rochelle River does like a mom gimmick, like a MILF gimmick. I'm your mom. And um, just kind of went to that way too much. And it looked like that's all she really had. Back Daddy Milo was uh, had a good look. Um, I felt like she looked like a manager to me, like maybe like a, you know, Sherry Martell-esque kind of look, um, in the ring. I thought, you know, she was fine. Brooke Havoc, um, had a good little punk rock look to her. Um, uh, uh, they're talking about her, her, you know, coming back from some serious knee injuries and she has these really two big braces on, but was also moving very slowly, very performancey kind of kind of you know showing from her where it just looked like you're just doing a practice match out there and you know again on all these ladies i've worked together probably for the first time and you know but still it's just you still make it look like you know you're not just you know memorizing what you're doing next that's kind of what i felt it's almost like seeing someone go over their match before the show before the doors open and the ring it's kind of what it looked like to me but, uh, you know, Johnny Robbie at least brought some energy and some excitement to the match. But, again, this match kind of – I would have flipped this with the five-way. At least the five-way could have just been all action and and because uh, and of the, the gimmick of the match, you know, just kind of in and out people, rapid pace. Uh, but this match, it, it kind of made the crowd dip, you know, a bit. And uh, and you could tell the fans were like, yeah, this is cool, but, you know, ready for the finals. And they're also ready to go home <laughs> this point um i don't know if there was an intermission Um, i watched the replay on into on iwtv um and uh so there might have been an intermission if not then yeah maybe that maybe the crowd was a little tired maybe from from an intermission but yeah i think i think like i said this this match didn't really need to be on the broadcast but let's get into the finals which was a was a good good finals um probably the maybe the the i would say i would say probably the second best match in the show i really liked mosh sanders high and better 
but this was this is this is good. Mosh Sandwich did win the uh, tournament, uh, defeated Mio Momono in 15 minutes, and again, Masha she works so well, so aggressive, so physical. Um, I like watching her work, and this girl needs to be on in the WWE. Needs to be an impact. Oh no, sorry, not an impact wrestling. AEW. She needs to be a, in one of those two companies, and I think she will. I think it's uh, I, and if I was AEW, I'd go for her. Man, they need women wrestlers who can really deliver inside that ring. Um, uh, no, I mean. Let's be honest, that division in AEW is their weakest. Uh, a lot of the women are just very green. And there's a, a few that can really go, like their women's champion, Jamie Hayter, uh, Tony Storm. Uh, but most of them are green. And the only one that's like really green that has some potential, because but you still got to very be you know, smart when you book her, and is Jay Cargill, you know. She's getting over, but the rest is just kind of a mess out there. Um, Soraya, you know, hasn't looked good since she's been back in the ring. I think she's been a good manager, though. Um, I think she's doing good at that. Ruby Soho, I, I don't know. Since she's gone to AEW, I don't, I don't see. I thought she looked better in WWE, especially when she was in NXT, but, um, Sky Blue, I mean, to go, is this, you know, Will, I like Will Nightingale. You know, I really like her. She has something, but she's just, you know, loses most of the time. Yeah. So uh, the division, the AW division, women's division, really need Masha Sandwich, would really need high end for sure. Um, but, but, you know, this match, a lot of action, bigger bumps. Um, um, they didn't do many dive outs on this show, thank goodness. So they kept them to a very minimum, which I like. So when Mia Momo did a dive out, I think I meant something and it was exciting. Uh, probably they don't do dive outs because their fans are so close to the action. Um, but, you know, it was well done. There was this big superplex by Masha. Uh, and I'm glad she won. And she, she, who else can you pick in this, right? She totally was the the very best. Um, so it was a fun, you know, tournament altogether. I thought I thought they did a good job. Um, I thought, you know, for the most part, a lot of the, the selections for the tournament was very good. Um, I'd like to see some European wrestling scene represent, representation next year. <clears throat> Lizzie Evo, who's fantastic. Uh, Molly Spartan. Who's a a, a a big powerhouse who I really like a lot. Um, Lizzie Evo and her are, are the two I would definitely go for um, in this tournament. Um, and uh, Lana Austin's good. Uh, Kanji's good. Like, you know, a lot of good talent out there in the European wrestling scene on the women's side that um, if you really want to be like a, uh, you know, really want to get like a dark horse, like someone that people don't really know about, but it's really, but it's a really bright future coming up is Mila Schmidt out on the, on the European wrestling scene. Um, yeah. So like love to see, make it more of a world, uh, event. So I mean, it was cool to see the Japanese women wrestlers come, come out, you know, and, and fill out, 
fill out the uh, the tournament. Um, I think it's great, and let's 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 corporate uh, the European scene in in the near future. Um, they made an announcement on this show that there will be King Indies again. It will be the, and it'll be in San Francisco again, which is great. Uh, but I think like the big like moment they wanted to really you know newsworthy moment was Queen of Indies would go to Japan, <laughs> and that's that's cool. You know, um, it's going to be from I think Marvelous will host it again. A very smaller promotion um, out there in Japan, so I don't know how much buzz it will really get. You know, from out there even in the united states but you know it's cool i guess but um i my guess is someone from marvelous is probably winning that one um you know uh probably uh chigusa guys number one girl uh takubi aroha probably win that win that or mio momo will probably win that one um you know over there in japan if when that happens, if it happens, you just never know. I think it will, though, and I, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. And I hope it gets some press. I hope people uh, um, um, get some notice out of there. And again, I like to see a little more variety to the tournament. And um, I can see Masha going back out there defending her tournament win of this one. And you know, maybe there's a big rematch in the finals between Mio uh, Mono and. Uh, and uh, Masha, or maybe like like I said, Takumi, Takumi uh, Iroha, she defends uh, she defends Marvelous's honor and defeats you know Masha in the finals. I think if Masha goes, she's in the finals no matter what. Yeah, she doesn't need to win it for a second time. Uh, cool, she does, but she doesn't need to win it. Um, but my guess is probably good chance a marvelous wrestler will be winning that tournament. So. So that was my Queen Amity's review. I know I kind of like, you know, longtime listeners of this podcast. I have done the the reviews of any wrestler wrestling in the past. I've covered West Coast Pro a few times, um, and I kind of changed things up for uh, the podcast, doing more of uh, talking about like you know booking of certain talents, uh, moving up the ranks, etc. But I kind of like before I switched things up, I kind of like, oh, I had like a list of shows I wanted to cover for future events. And Queen of Indies was one of them. And I really wanted to kind of kind of like a completist. So I really wanted to do that, uh, you know, cover that show. And I'm glad I did. I'm glad I watched it and and looking forward to the future of the Queen of Indies tournament. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Again, I'll be back next week. And looking at uh, a talent that we're going to, you know, see why they're not featured strongly on AEW or WWE. And we're going to make a case for them to see why they, why they should be moved up the rank. So um, I'm going to start looking at the mid cards of both promotions and kind of see who fits that, who I see moving up the card. Um, Thanks for the feedback on my last ep- last episode on uh, Amos Omos, excuse me, from the WWE, and um, um, and that that was really cool to see. So, thanks again. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, LaRocca JL, let me know if you've seen 
the Queen of Indies tournament and what you thought about it and who stood out to you, who you're most impressed with. Uh, what do you want to see going forward out of this tournament? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. All right, everyone, have a great weekend. Stay safe, and I'll see you next week. Take care. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.